Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we're going to hear from the Manitoba Golfers of the Year. Golf Manitoba last year, namely their Amateur Golfers of the Year. Braxton Kuntz, Rhonda Orr are the people you'll hear from coming up on the podcast. Golf Manitoba, meantime, named its Amateur Golfers of the Year last week. And for the third year in a row, Braxton Kuntz has been named the Men's Amateur Golfer of the Year. The 19-year-old from Winnipeg won the Manitoba Match Play Championship and the Men's Amateur Golf Championship. And representing Nickel State University south of the border, he placed fourth in the Gulf Coast Collegiate Championship. He tied for sixth at the Colin Montgomery Invitational, tied for seventh at the Tunica National Intercollegiate Championship. The Breezy Bend member was also tied for eighth at the Elmhurst Invitational, tied for ninth at the Glencoe Invitational. The first player in Manitoba to win both the Manitoba Junior and the Men's Amateur Championship in back-to-back seasons and just the third player to have won the men's amateur championship in three straight years. He now attends Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana, and that's where he was in his dorm room today when we chatted this morning. What does a school day look like for Braxton Coons? So it really depends off-season versus on-season. Um, our season just ended up a couple weeks ago, so I'm going to have a little bit more free time now, but uh, usually wake up around 7, 8 o'clock, have some breakfast, go to class until around lunchtime, and then... Uh, Usually the afternoons are pretty much purely for golf, so we'll practice for three or four hours. Uh, we're trying to move a little bit more indoors now as the weather gets colder, but um, yeah, we get a few hours of practice in, uh, talk with the guys, compete with the guys for a little bit, and then evenings are pretty much free time. So catch up on schoolwork, uh, you know, on weekends we'll go over to a guy's house, have some fun, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty consistent schedule. Are you aware of what the weather is like in Manitoba right now? I have talked briefly with my parents and I don't think it's ideal, but <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it's not above freezing anymore. No, as we record this, it is minus eight in Selkirk and there's about a foot of snow on my deck. So, Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm glad I'm down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not in Louisiana anymore, but you know, Indiana is still quite a bit warmer than it is here at the moment at ball state. So, uh, for you, you know, the golf season in the collegiate play, I mean, it, it's over the course of a school year, it, it doesn't take up a whole lot of time, right? You're, you're, there's a lot of practicing in the winter, but just the kind of way it works compared to something like basketball or football, it doesn't take up a whole lot of your school year, right? Yeah, the, the nice thing about golf is the season's a lot more spread out. Um, so yeah, sports like basketball, baseball, uh, you'll barely see them in class uh, in the spring. They're traveling pretty much every day playing games, you know, three, four times a week, whereas golfers, you know, we're, we, we have six tournaments in the spring this year. So really I'm only going to miss maybe 12, 13 days of class. So I think it's a lot more manageable to stay on top of my schoolwork during that time. Um, and it, it gives us a lot more time to prepare and, uh, and compete as well. And what are you taking in school again? I'm a finance major. Okay. So you're hoping to do what once you're done? Um, well, my goal is, hopefully to turn pro and have a, a career at that. But if that doesn't work out, uh, something like personal uh, financial advising, investing, something along those lines. Okay. So it's good to have multiple options here. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, when did you find out that you were going to be named amateur golfer of the year by golf Manitoba? Um, I got a call by Brian Munns a couple weeks ago. Um, he just wanted to inform me that I was, I was chosen for the, the award and, um, yeah, him and, uh, 
you know, the other people at Gulf Manitoba just congratulated me. So I was really, really thankful to, to receive that again. And to get it three years in a row, what does that mean to you? And, and what does that mean to what you feel about your progress as a golfer as you near your 20s? Yeah, it's it's something I'm really really proud to achieve. You know, there's a lot of great, a lot of great golfers in the province, and and a lot of competitors that, uh, you know, you have to beat out to to get that prize. So I'm really thankful for the last few years. I've been able to to perform at my best um, when it matters in these big tournaments, and and thankfully I've been able to to come out on top. So uh, yeah, it kind of shows me that I have the ability to compete and and win at a high level. And uh, yeah, I think it's a great confidence booster. What's it like going from you know, playing in collegiate tournaments, whether it's down in Louisiana or now more in the Midwest. And then the summer, you still get to come back home and compete and, and then do well in these tournaments in your home province. Exactly. I mean, I think just the ability to compete and, and play golf as well as go to school year-round has really allowed me to sharpen uh, certain parts of my game. Um, you know, being in Winnipeg in high school over the winters, it's hard to practice. Um, so I think just, just having the ability to practice outside and and compete with a lot of other strong players um, has, has sharpened my game and, and given me confidence as well. So, um, you know, I can go into the summers knowing that um, I have no excuse to not be on top of my game because I've been playing year-round. And, and yeah, it's just uh, being able to put in those extra hours of work. Do you think that gives you a leg up over some of the other golfers in Manitoba that, you know, they're, they're not in school and maybe they're only playing in the summer? Exactly. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say it does. Okay. Now, would you have a, a highlight from the Manitoba golf season? Would it be winning one of the tournaments that you won? What would it be? It's a good question. I'd, I'd probably say that last hole, the Manitoba amateur, uh, just knowing that I had to make birdie coming down the stretch and, and to be able to do it, I thought was pretty, pretty special. To be able to rise to the, the moment. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, being, being under that sort of pressure is something I've, I've had to adapt to, and I haven't always been my best um, when it matters, but I think just after I've been in that situation more and more, I've kind of gotten used to it and, and performed uh, a little bit better under pressure. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. How did the collegiate season go for you? Uh, it's, it's been pretty good so far. I'm still, still slowly adjusting to the new school and the guys, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. I was, I was able to play in all five tournaments in the fall. So Got to travel around to Missouri, Arkansas, Illinois, play against some of the top collegiate teams and uh, have a few good results. I would have liked to perform a little better, but just, you know, being at the new school and, and whatnot, I'm, I'm happy that I could make the lineup and uh, and compete. So I'm pretty optimistic going into the spring now, but uh, I also know what I need to work on over the winter. How does the team element of college golf add to the experience of just, you know, going out on your own? It's not just you out there now. No, exactly. I think the one big thing that changes if, is uh, if you're having a bad hole, you know, it's not just about you. You're still trying to contribute as much as you can to the team. So um, that can impact, you know, what club you're hitting off the tee. Uh, it can impact your game plan. It can impact a lot of things. So just knowing that you're you're still uh, competing for a bigger picture and trying to help the team and the school out, uh, I think it adds a lot, of, a lot of fun and a little bit more pressure as well. So when you're working on your game now in the winter, uh, what does what does an indoor session look like at Ball State? What facilities do you have there? So we have a, a really nice indoor center that was built maybe five or six years ago. Uh, we got a, a TrackMan hitting bay in there. 
a couple extra hitting bays just into a net. Then we got an indoor putting, chipping uh, facility to keep the short game sharp. And then we got a couple of putting platforms to work on um, putts with break and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's really nice, um, especially for a mid-major school like us. So um, my goals in the off season are definitely to work on the driver a little bit. Um, so I'm going to be hitting a lot into the track round simulator there, just trying to work on a more consistent ball flight. Um, and then other than that, probably a little bit of putting and chipping. So a lot of uh, mid-range putts. The putting green we have in there is about 30, 40 feet long. It's got some break and it, it rolls really well. So um, just working a lot on that and, and just competing, trying to stay sharp. I know because we won't have a tournament until about February. So um, doing anything you can to add pressure when you're playing with the guys, uh, I think is really is really important. So how do you do that? Do you do you put money on it? How do you make stakes happen when you're just uh, in the facility? A lot, a lot of money gets passed around. I'll okay. Say that. <laughs> um, but also, we got uh, we compete every week. Our coach will set up a schedule where we're supposed to compete against one other guy every few times a week, and then we'll keep a running record of who's performing well and who doesn't have a great record. And I think there's also some uh, some punishments that'll come along with that so we've got a couple of things worked out nothing too severe but it'll be fun well braxton appreciate your time today thanks for this and uh, best of luck with everything going forward congrats again on the the three-peat of amateur golfer of the year here in manitoba well thank you i appreciate you having me on braxton Kuntz now at ball state university in indiana the manitoba men's amateur golfer of the year the women's golfer of the year a familiar name to golf fans in this province and listeners to the show You'll hear from her after the break. Now we get to golf as Golf Manitoba honored its best for the 2023 season last Wednesday night at Glendale. We just heard from the men's amateur golfer of the year, Braxton Coonson, for the fifth time in eight years, Southwoods Rhonda Orr was named our province's top female amateur golfer, or Kelly Moore, and some other reporters caught up with her after the event last week. I don't think I'm exaggerating when it almost feels like a right of October, but it was great to see you show the emotion that you did up there. Well, it was, uh, I mean, Jerry had a fantastic year, so did the other girls, but uh, I think it just shows the emotion of the whole summer that I, that I had and I experienced, and when I said I was on cloud nine, I really felt like I was on cloud nine. We'll talk about the U.S. Senior Women's Open in a minute, but just when you look at the group of young women that you have won this uh, honor over through the selection committee, I mean, it's there's such a great group of young talent in this province, and for you to continue to be at the top of your game, uh, how do you do it? Well, I'm not actually sure. <laughs> Um, well, you don't want to tell us. I know. I know. Maybe, uh, maybe I should not wake up and find out. You never know. Um, yeah, they are amazing. I mean, the future for golf in Manitoba is bright. They're all fantastic, great golfers. Uh, right now, I'm still, you know, extremely committed to being fit and wanting to compete and knowing how to compete and, you know, still learning. I mean, I feel like every day you learn on the golf course. It doesn't matter how old you are or what you're done. You can still try to get better, and every situation is different. So I think that's it. I just I just love to compete, and I love to play. And is the best part of your game still what was the best part of your game 20 or 25 years ago? Um, well, 20 years ago, I just started golfing, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I probably didn't have very much good in my game then. Okay, uh, 20 years ago. So, yeah. Um, I would say probably, you know, when I'm competing against the seniors, I would say that same part of the game is a strength. When I'm competing against the younger girls, probably more course management and trying not to get into trouble, uh, which is totally different than when you first start golfing or when you first start competing even. You got very emotional up there when you talked about uh, the experience in Portland, the six days and Brendan on the bag. and. Uh, who else was there uh, family-wise, and who were some of the friends that you made reference to that uh, were there to cheer you on and support you? Well, I had, um, my husband, of course, was there, Sean, and uh, he didn't carry the bag, but he walked every step. I had friends from Vancouver, really good friends for, you know, probably 50 years now, and they drove down from Vancouver and spent the week with us and walked, not not big golf fans, but they enjoyed every second and just hung out and, and, and engaged in experience. And a couple of golf friends that used to golf at Southwood from the island drove down and watched a couple of days. And so it was, it was just so cool to have them around and, and get to be part of, just to be part of it. When you find your reading glasses uh, and you look back on that Golf Manitoba website and you see your name all over that website, what's that going to mean to you? No, I, I don't I try I guess someday I'll look back now I I really try to think there's only a couple times a year where I sit back and look at what I've done for the year and and I was already talking to Brianne about what we're going to do on the winter and what I'm going to prepare for next year so I you know until I can't anymore or I stop being able to compete I think I just I'll just look forward and someday I guess step back and think you know that was that was pretty good what's on your bucket list for 2024 oh geez um I haven't really thought about it too much, but there's got to be some. We do know that you lost in a playoff in the women's amateur a couple of years ago and came that close to winning it. Yeah. Would you like to have one of those? And the amateur, definitely the the thing that's missing from the resume is the the, the amateurs. So the the kids are pretty tough, but I I hope to get my game together for for that. Um, obviously, I'll tr I'll try to go back and and do better at the open. You know, I didn't make the cut, but. Uh, I mean, the experience of being there is amazing, and I spent a lot of time sightseeing when I was there, I have to say, and spectating. Um, as at one point, Brendan and I were out in the practice area, and there was only Brendan and I and Annika and her caddy, her husband, Mike, and I looked around and I thought, this is, like, I'm living in some alternate world. <laughs> so, you know, obviously going back there, and I played in the U.S. Senior Am this year, and, and probably did as poor as I've done any time I played, which was really disappointing. So I'd, I'd love to get back there and, and actually uh, and compete at the level that I would expect to compete at. You know, tonight's a night of reflection. You obviously did a lot of reflection yeah. up there. When you reflect back, like, I mean, what is the game of golf kind of meant to you? If you oh. can put that into words. Yeah. Not take 15 minutes, even yeah. though I'm sure you could. <laughs> what is it meant to me? I, you know, it's... It's a huge part of my life now. And at one time, like I said, 20 years ago, it wasn't any part of my life. And uh, my friends, my, my family all golfs now. We do it together. My, my brother and my nephews come in. So it's, it, it's part of a, f a family ritual, I guess, in many ways, something that we come together to do. And tons of my best friends have made playing golf. And um, it's a whole community and a support system. And it, it's kind of like a big family, and, and I think so that's what it means to me. It's, it's, it's everything to play golf and, and really win the awards. I heard somebody say once, it's everything to me and nothing. I love to win it, 
but I love to play and I love to be part of that community. That's 2023 Female Amateur of the Year, Rhonda Orr, talking with reporters, including our Kelly Moore, following the Golf Manitoba Awards presented last week at Glendale Golf and Country Club. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. Which might explain